Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Survival Beyond the Bug Out Bag. I'm your host, Bill Bateman, and I'm just one of the team at Refuse to Be a Victim Personal Protection Training. We are located in the Medford White City area of Southern Oregon, and this week I'm going to kind of go through things just in order. We want to talk about the great coffee can idea. We want to talk about Prop 114. We'll talk about how uh, gun safety and long-term planning all kind of come together, and we're going to look at the conspiracy theory around eggs. So that, plus a brand new direction for the podcast coming out. So let's get right to it. First of all, last time we got together, I was talking about emergency car heating. In the case that you got stuck in the car in a heavy snowstorm, you've run out of fuel. Yes, you brought a blanket. Yes, you brought tire chains. Yes, you brought shovels. Go back and listen to it if you're uh, not clear what I'm talking about. I will put the link underneath to the YouTube video I referred to, I was curious that metal coffee can could get hard to find. Some cans have gone to a pressed cardboard configuration. And I mistakenly said, now I haven't been sued for this yet or nobody called up angry, but I do like to be accurate. So I said the Kirkland coffee cans at Costco had gone to the new cardboard pressed versions. And in fact, uh, heading out to the kitchen, I mentioned that to my wife, we got one out of the cupboard, and by golly, those rascals are metal, so they're perfect. Also, you pull a tab off to get in, and you can use that as a base for your candle. And we also determined we bought some votive lights, and they have to be wrapped up in something. If you just put the candle on a piece of metal, it's going to burn down, spread out, and you're going to get a waxy mess. It's also not going to last as long. So we took a piece of foil, and then we went to uh, what we call the scary Goodwill, kind of the clearance for the Goodwill uh, that they have out there on, I think it's on Ross Anley somewhere. Putting something in there, a simple votive candle, which cost 40 cents, lasted four hours. And in a metal can, as described in the video, it worked out very, very well. So I wanted you to know that uh, the great metal coffee can shortage may not be as bad as we thought it was. And in fact, the candle in the coffee can, when used as described, it's not going to be roasty toasty, but it's certainly going to help. Okay, let's uh, look at the status on 114. So far, I have not heard anything except there is a stream of misinformation being distributed. A lot of lies, a lot of misinformation, a lot of propaganda, and that is something that I have found is just almost become a part of the way we live and it's it's just wrong 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 looking at that stupidity getting guns away from you and I the legal lawful gun owners 
connecting to that stupidity, I wanted to look at how three major businesses are shutting down locations and how this is just kind of a microcosm of our overall society. A lot of businesses are seeing increases and disruptions due to drugs, people having mental illness issues, and in some cases attacks and unfortunately killings. So three big businesses have made some decisions. McDonald's, Chase Bank and Starbucks have all decided to not only close some stores completely, but reduce hours. Uh, there was a big thing in Chase uh, Bank that, and I think this is out of the area, I believe it's in New York, they were closing the ATMs first at 10 o'clock and then at 5 o'clock. Now, here in our area, somewhere outside you just drive up to them in your car in the ashland branch it's inside doors you have to use your card to get inside and use the atm people were going in and sleeping in the new york area i don't think we're having that problem here but as always if you're going to go in someplace make sure it's just you especially if you're going to be handling money. I do know the post office has had to lock the lobbies where the post office boxes are because people will come in at night and keeping warm and sleeping is one thing but defecating or trying to break into the box or shooting up that's an entirely uh, different phenomenon. So the the sadness that is our present everyday life is now affecting us very much in a direct manner. McDonald's has found employees won't come in. They don't feel safe. It's hard enough to get help to work in almost any job, but now both Starbucks and McDonald's are dealing with people who become violent, people who get angry, people who uh, want to fight you or go park in the restroom and the regular customers can't get in there. This is kind of something for down the road I'm suggesting you and I keep a look at. Uh, as far as 114 and this kind of stuff, let's keep on our legislators and remind them, hey, we're here too. It's not just those big donors, who, whichever political party you're in. It's not just the big contributors who are running the circus. We, you and I family, are the ones who vote and who put our legislators in office. If they're not doing their job, stop funding them and let's change the team. And we're having to the point that businesses can't operate and you and I have to become victims. It's time for a positive change. Okay, I noticed last year I got an interesting email and I was a, it looked like junk. I almost threw it out. We have a host who takes care of our podcast for us. They do the posting, the metrics, they share it with all the different places you can hear us. And they gave us a year-end review. Well, I thought it was just a sales thing. By golly, it was really interesting. Survival Beyond the Bug Out Bag grew 250% last year. And family, I just want to say thank you. Thank you very much. It was exciting to see that the extra work we've been putting in, because this is a team effort. It's a coalition or a curation, rather, of different bits of information. I write some of it. 
as I just mentioned, we test things out, and then I refer you to other websites, other people who are doing good work as well. So I'm not claiming ownership of all of this stuff. I'm trying to ensure that uh, proper credit is given, but it's working because people are listening. Now, interestingly enough, Medford was our most popular city, and that's exciting. That's very good. But we found out that in uh, Abbotsford, British Columbia, Jackson, Michigan, Brighton Beach, or I'm sorry, Boynton Beach, Florida, and even uh, in Frankfurt in, in Germany, we have listeners. And we're in 12 countries, actually. And we, that includes not only Germany and Canada, the United States, but Uruguay, who knew, and Belgium. So, uh, yes, thank you, everybody. It's looking at, there it is, uh, the number one episode we had was the most recent one, oddly enough, Support Your Local Sheriff. We just did that before the holiday. A lot of people got upset at the Sheriff's Department because of the delays in paperwork, and that is not the Sheriff Department problem here. Go back and listen to that. It's a state problem, and it's related to 114. Uh, I'm fully behind our Sheriff, the men and women who are both sworn and unsworn out at that department. We had a number of very positive episodes, and what else have we got? A lot more downloads. So thank you everyone. I am very, very pleased to see that this is making a positive positive impact, that it's growing. Please continue to share. Please continue to download. It's because of that growth that uh, I have made a decision uh, that I'm going to share with you at the end of the podcast. It's a special surprise for this week and this episode. So stick around. When you get a little more business taken care of, we'll have the big reveal or the big finish at the end. Okay, I was considering doing some summer traveling. My wife and I like to get out every now and then. And it's interesting, the past group of weather events, the, uh, the, the snow, the rain, the heavy flooding, the high winds, all of that, which has, this, this session apparently has moved eastward and is now making things pretty uncomfortable in uh, the southern part of the United States, down in Louisiana, Alabama, uh, Texas, that type of thing, and uh, it'd be heading on up to uh, the New England area. So as these storms come passing through, one's done, but there's more on the way. Let's look at reminders about how getting ready for a trip might apply to uh, being prepared. Well, duh, obviously they do. If you're going to plan your trip, you're going to plan for what you're going to take along. I have found that reminding myself of some of the basics just every now and then are really, really important. I'll give you an example. In my range bag at the very bottom, under uh, the half-eaten bag of M&Ms and an odd pair of earplugs that somehow ended up down there is my card. It's white on one side, and the other side has the always, always, always rules on it. When I was a child, I'll say eight, when my grandfather took me out to start shooting, he gave me the always, always, always talk. And because I was eight, I made, I was goofy, I made a face, yeah, Grandpa, and he gave me a smack upside the back of the head like Donozo gets on NCIS. He said, hey, Billy, this is serious. 
you work this every time you're dealing with a firearm. Well, I'm not eight years old anymore. I'm 74. And in the bottom of my card is the always, always, always card. And when my wife and I go shooting in the bottom of her range bag, that's right, and we go over them. We don't have a big ceremony. We don't like candles and chant, but we always remember to keep a gun pointed in a safe direction. We always keep our finger off the trigger until ready to shoot. We always keep a gun unloaded until ready to use, and we never point it at anything we don't want to shoot or destroy. And there's a, if you haven't got one of these cards, uh, let's... Uh, I'll be more than happy to get you one. It's got a number of different things. Knowing your target and what's beyond. Wearing eye and ear protection. Never use alcohol and drugs uh, while you're shooting. Using the correct ammunition. And lately I've seen some bad reloads going around. A lot of people getting squibs. Uh, there's a lot to be responsible for when you're at the shooting range and when you're dealing with a firearm. If you're concealed carrying, if you're in competition, safety is our big thing. And some people get a little kind of because of G-Bell, okay, I got the idea. Good. Keep the idea. Share the idea. It's important stuff. Well, getting a long-term planning for a trip, we're going to take a long road trip and we're going to be doing some flying from point A to point B and looking at ideas that we sh forget about. Looking at the always, always, okay. Looking at things in traffic, like always when you're driving, keep a quarter mile ahead in your field of vision. What's going on down the road, not just two cars ahead of you. If you're in an urban area and you're going to have uh, two or three traffic signals, a couple of blocks ahead, look for pedestrians. You have to really, really stay focused. And this is why, no, you shouldn't be texting. No, you shouldn't be on the cell phone. No, you shouldn't be fighting over who got the last uh, Mike and Ikes. You should be concentrating and driving. And this is not just a Sally safety lecture. I uh, got an email from a friend of mine. They were involved in some of this flooding and uh, heavy storms and point A to point B. They were trying to get out uh, to move to another area and they saw what appeared to be water. Not too deep, just water had come up over the street and they thought, okay, fine, we'll just drive right through. And they did. But they forgot that in an extended rain situation, the pavement can get undercut, can get broken, and sinkholes can develop and pop. Right front wheel went up to the paint on the side of the car in about a three-foot hole, caused major damage to their vehicle. So what looks like a simple, easy, okay, we can do this situation, requires a little extra thought, requires a little bit extra awareness. So those are some of the things we have to be aware of as preppers, as everyday people. Perfect example locally. We were going to go up to Diamond Lake. Driving on up uh, the highway, we got past Becky's and beyond Becky's at a certain point, I want to say a couple miles, you start getting into BLM land, open land. And I came around a corner and there were cows in the middle of the road. 
This was this summer. Apparently cattle are uh, grazing up there and there was an area they planned to load the cattle into a truck and that, that's all well and good. There was no signs. There was no flagman. There was no notice. There were just a lot of cows. Fortunately, I did not end up purchasing one or contributing to a surplus of ground beef, but be advised that just because you don't know what's up ahead, it can still hurt you. I want to have us focus down the road. That's the whole purpose of this episode. Yes, we need to test our, our ideas. Yes, we need to look at what we have in the trunk for a storm situation and maybe add to it, like the candle heater we talked about last week. Maybe we need to rethink what we're doing in our driving, in our planning, and on our interactions with our legislators, with our community government. Let's let people know, and I cannot emphasize this enough, in a positive way. Let us know we're the adults in the room. We're the people you want on your side, because we will not only stand beside you, we'll stand behind you with mutual respect. But when you start treating us like there's something wrong with us, like all gun owners are crazy, and I've heard that from so many people, how can you own a firearm? Why, it's relatively easy if you do the paperwork properly. Let's not get into an us versus them. Let's show the other side. They're not the other side. They just got some bad information, like the bad information going around on 114. I want to take a look at uh, somebody came to me. He's my conspiracy theory friend. He's got all the conspiracy theories going around. And he said, by golly, it's another cabal. They're everywhere, apparently. It's another cabal that's gotten behind the egg industry, and that's why the egg prices at the grocery store have gone up so much. It's really expensive to get eggs now. And in fact, I've researched that on the internet, and by golly, a dozen eggs in some places, what used to be two ninety-nine, one ninety-nine on sale day at the Albertsons down the way, eight and a quarter, eight and a quarter for a dozen eggs. Well, that is expensive. I don't think it's a giant conspiracy, however. The explanation they had, which made a lot more sense, because I cannot imagine a bunch of James Bond villains getting together out behind the hen house and uh, cackling about prices. Avian flu, bird flu, chicken flu. Chickens are dying. Chickens are getting sick and having to be put down so they don't spread the flu. And looking at California that has a lot of egg operations on it, a good part of that state is underwater. There's probably chickens floating out to sea at this point. Now, it's important to understand the current problems we had in the last couple weeks won't affect what you and I pay at the grocery store for a couple of weeks to a couple of months because we are a supply-based economy. The problems last summer, the problems over the holidays, are what's starting to kick the prices up now. You add that to inflation, and by golly, that is, I think, a little more realistic problem about why, or more realistic cause, actually, about why eggs are getting so darn expensive. Again, I like to support local businesses whenever we can. I like to drive down the road, and when I'm out and about, and if I see somebody selling farm fresh eggs, 
I'm going to buy them. I'm going to try them once in a small amount, and if they're working out, if they're good, if they're fresh, by golly, that was really great, I'm going to get more. Same thing with the sustainable farming thing I've been talking about. If you and a neighbor can go together and buy local beef, I think you're going to be happy with it. I have had good success. I have a hunk of prime rib sitting in my freezer right now that a good friend gave me uh, when I left the university from their farm. Local beef? Oh my goodness, I just can't wait to eat that. It, it should be outstanding. So, careful with the conspiracy theories. Do a little research. Uh, what would Bill do? Well, Bill would find out as many facts as he could just because I'm that curmudgeon who doesn't like to be taken advantage of. All right, other things to talk about. Classes, yes, we still got them. We still got them at the range. We have both February and March the 11th are our next CHL, Concealed Carry Classes. Those are held at the Medford Rifle Pistol Club range indoors. Don't have to worry about frostbite. They are uh, from 9 to 6, the second Saturday of every month, and that happens to be February and March 11th. We also have the new shooter classes, which I'm particularly uh, excited about because I, I kind of helped develop those and get them started. The gun safety classes, things for new shooters. If you've just got a gun, come on by. If you want one of those always, always, always cards, we'll, we'll give you one in the class. And you can put it in the bottom of your gum bag along with the uh, leftover M&Ms. It's good, solid information about uh, gun safety, storing your firearm safely, handling it safely, proper ammunition, all those good things. Those classes are available Monday through Friday. Uh, you just have to schedule one. Uh, and if Monday through Friday doesn't work, you can call, and between the three of us, uh, Phil, CJ, and myself, we'll probably work something out so we can help get you learned up. So gun safety is important. CHL classes are going on, and they are on a regular basis. We, of course, and some people still ask me, do you do custom classes? Can I get an on-demand class? Yes, we do do private lessons, and we do do custom classes in addition to those you see listed on the website. Uh, they do cost a little more because it's a premium. You're getting it it's like a private airplane versus getting on a United Airplane, a United Airlines. So yes, it costs a little more, but really not that much. And remember, you're working with the, uh, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think we're one of the longest running, most well-established uh, training agencies here in the Rogue Valley, and I'm proud to be associated with them. Okay, the big surprise I promised everybody. Yay! Uh, the new podcast directions we're going to be taking. This increase and the fact that what we're putting out seems to be sticking. People seem to be uh, reacting to it in a positive way. We're making an impact. I have had in the back of my mind, bear in mind we're entering our sixth year. I've been doing this for six years. I did a class at uh, SOU, the OLLI extension, this fall on this very topic, and it was very well received, had good attendance, and I think it's about time that we go on YouTube. What that means is we're going to have some video to go along with the audio. Now, if you're not a big YouTube fan, okay, you'll still have the audio podcast 
every time it comes out. It'll be right where you're finding it. Nothing is going to change. At the bottom of the podcast descriptions, there'll be a place you can click and go to the YouTube. As I mentioned last time, we are going to try and get more guests. We're trying to get branching out beyond looking at building a stove in your front in your front room or uh, how to start a fire or you know those things that's always important because people tend to forget but we are also going to look at getting people to come on and share their information with us we're going to get ideas we're going to get demonstrations all of this will be available for you uh, at, at of course absolutely no charge or the same price you're paying for this because this is free. We're happy to do it. It's part of our commitment to the community. I am looking because this is quite an undertaking. Uh, you've got to look at live streaming. You've got to work, look at cameras, microphones. Uh, i got to go get a facelift and start working out. Uh, all of that kind of stuff. So uh, probably February or March. We'll keep you up to date both on the website and on the podcast. But again, thank you. We're to keep moving forward we're going to keep trying to be as relevant as we can and we're going to keep looking forward to seeing you out of the range either for a class or to get a little practice in that's it for this week take care and be safe <music>